Hallelujah. For today's meditation, let us turn to Daniel chapter 9, verses 1 to 4. When we read the second verse, it says, In the first year of his reign, I, Daniel, understood from the scriptures, according to the word of the Lord, given to Jeremiah the prophet, that the desolation of Jerusalem would last 70 years. Praise the Lord. And as a response of that, we see the next verse. It says, uh, So I turned to Lord God and pleaded with him in prayer and petition, in fasting and in sackcloth and ashes. Isn't it an immediate, a humbling response to what God spoke to him? Hallelujah. Second verse says that he understood. See that with me? He understood. When he understood what God is going to do, he prayed for that. See that? Hallelujah. Today morning we understood what God wants to do. But we can't sit back and uh, just relax and say that now God will do. No. There are responses that we need to do. Here Daniel says that he read in the book of Jeremiah that God is going to deliver uh, Israel from the desolation. God is going to restore Jerusalem. But why he needs to pray? Because it is God's plan that he wants to deliver. That is God's part. And our part is that we need to pray for it. Hallelujah. God will only and only works when we would pray for that. Praise the Lord. Because I believe God has given you and me the authority on the face of the earth. Hallelujah. Because you and me are created in the image of God and the likeness of God. Those who are in the image and the likeness of God have authority on the earth. Praise the Lord. Because in the following words, we read that God has given authority to domain and reign over the earth. Praise the Lord. You're getting me. In that authority, we need to pray to God for everything to happen on the earth. Praise the Lord. And I have been seeing through the history that whenever there was revival, God did not raise good preachers. God always raised people who interceded. Hallelujah. You look into any history of revival and every history of revival have a prelude of people who prayed and prayed and prayed until and unless there was revival. Praise the Lord. Today church, if you would respond to that and pray, not a simple prayer, a prayer of desperation. A prayer that unless until Lord you are not going to do this deliverance, I'm not going to get up. If you are ready for that kind of a commitment and start praying, God will definitely do these things in our lifetime, in near future. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What did Daniel understand? We read, let's, uh, let's read Jeremiah chapter 29 verse 10. I'll read it for you. This is what the Lord says. When the 70 years are completed for Babylon, I will come to you and fulfill my promise to bring you out of this place. It is also given in 25th chapter also. In both the places, Daniel read 
that it is the will of God. When we understand the will of God, what is our response? We'll sit back and see that God is going to work. Daniel did not respond like that. He responded by sitting and praying. What was his immediate response? The third verse. So I turned to the Lord God and pleaded with prayer, petition, prayer in sackcloth and ashes. Praise the Lord. Let us see who is Daniel. We all know who is Daniel. But one thing, at this juncture, he is one of the prominent person in the political realm then. He is second to the king. He is in the palace. He is having all the cozy life. There is nothing that is actually bothering him. His life, his everything, everything is safe and secure. But when he understood the heart of God, his heart broke. When he saw that what breaks the heart of God, it broke his heart. Hallelujah. He, he saw that God's heart is breaking because his people are suffering and they are suffering because of their sin. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. For God to work, he responded to that. Let us turn to First uh, John. Chapter 5, verse 14. Now, this is the confidence that we have in him. If we ask anything according to his will, he hears it. What is the word of God saying? We have the confidence. Can we repeat that? We have the confidence. You know and be rest assured, if God's will is so, and if we pray, we can be confident enough that God is going to do that in our lifetime. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let us take out every prophecies that we have wrote about this church. I'm not interested in what God has prophesied in your personal life. Today when I'm ministering, what I'm saying is about the church. What God has prophesied, let us take it out. It is the will of God. And let us go with boldness and with assurance in the presence of God. And pray unto him. Say that God, you need to deliver this in our lifetime. We want to see this happening in our lifetime. We want to see a revival in Birmingham. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Church, would you respond to that? Hallelujah. And say that God, it is your will and we have the confidence. Let us not go in the presence of God with a iota of doubt in us. Mind it. Not even an iota of doubt. Let us go in the presence of God with full confidence that God is going to do great things. Hallelujah. Daniel knew that very well that it is said in the word of God. And if I pray, God will do it. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Let us understand what Daniel actually felt from First uh, Samuel chapter 15 verse 10. Why did Samuel grieved? Or why did he cry throughout the night? That is a big question. And it says, if you rightly understand, what broke the heart of God, grieved the heart of the prophet Shamuel. 
Hallelujah. Today let us get sensitive to the heart of our father. His heart breaks when he sees people are in homosexuality, in drug addiction and getting perished in this earth. When we step out, when we go to malls, when we travel in public conveniences, when we see people who are traveling with us, does your heart break? It, it breaks the heart of our Lord. Hallelujah. Does it break your heart? Hallelujah. Do you feel the pang that our father is feeling? If you feel that pang, let us start praying in the presence of God with that intensity, with that urgency, that Lord, I want it to happen in my life. Hallelujah. Like Jacob wrestled with God and said, unless and until you bless me, unless and until you bring about a revival in this city, I'm not going to live. I'm not going to get up from my fasting. Can we wrestle in the presence of God like that? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When you understand the heart of God, it is, it is very interesting. Shaumil was grieved and he cried out to the Lord all night. See that? Hallelujah. When something broke the heart of God, it broke the heart of his son. If we are his children, let us be sensitive to what God is feeling. Hallelujah. And his cry did not stop here. His cry stopped all the way in the 16th chapter. When God placed a replacement for Shaul. Unless and until he did not stop crying. And that's why if you read the 16th chapter. God is asking Shamil. Shamil why are you mourning? Because what breaks the heart of God. Broke the heart of the of, of the prophet. And he didn't stop crying. And God gave a result of his prayer. And said I am going to anoint a son of Jesse. Fill the anointing oil in the horn and go for that. That is when. His prayer stopped. That is when his mourning stopped. Do we have that kind of a sensitive heart which is sensitive to what God is feeling? Hallelujah. Unless until we don't feel the pang, we are not going to pray. This fasting prayer would be another fasting prayer which passes in seven days and next year we will again do it. Hallelujah. But I exhort you today, tonight, that let it not be such a one. We are going to wrestle in the presence of God because it is the will of God that none should perish. All may be saved. That is His will. Let it broke our heart and let us go in the presence of God with tears and we, we may wrestle in the presence of God. Say that, God, I need a revival in this place. Hallelujah. Daniel understood it is time. It is time. It is time for Birmingham. It is time for this church. But who will pray? Who will intercede? Who will intercede? There is great power in our intercession. Every time somebody uh, stood in the gap, God has yielded to their, their request. 
Hallelujah. We have enough of history in the Old Testament. Abraham stood in the gap for Sodom and Gomorrah. God rescued Loth and his family. Time and again, Moses stood in the gap. God has rescued Israelites. Hallelujah. Our prayer is powerful. Our prayer is powerful. Hezekiah, when he prayed, the time was shifted backwards. Isn't it? That is our power of our prayer. Hallelujah. That is the power of prayer. Hallelujah. When we pray, things would start happening in the spiritual realm and we would see result on the earth. For sure. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. The power of prayer we can see in the life of Paul. We, we heard about it in the morning. But we have not read from Acts chapter 9 verse 10. When we read further, it says he was a new believer. Just three years old, three days old in the Lord. But when he prayed, we see the first verse, the tenth verse starts by saying that, Ananias, there was a sound from heaven and said, Ananias, there is a man who is at the street called Straight in the house of Judah. Go ask for him. Behold, he is praying behold he is praying what has happened he was praying at judah's house and when he prayed this uh, the the heavens reacted and the answer came at ananias's place you see that when you pray there is result from heaven hallelujah prayers are powerful hallelujah today morning i've told you we are not, not common people. We are extraordinary, supernatural uh, people. And when we pray, we, our prayers are powerful. No matter who you are. Hallelujah. Let's experience it. You may be a child, but when you pray earnestly, with, with, a, with a desire, God is going to do great things. Hallelujah. There was a problem against the church in Acts chapter 12. What did they do? They first, Herodotus first killed James, one of the prominent leaders. After that, he took uh, Peter into custody. And he was planning to kill. What did the church do? 12 verse 5. They earnestly prayed. In Hindi it says that, Which means, they were intensely involved in prayer. What happened? The first automatic gate opened that day. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Peter and the angel was walking and the gates were opening. Hallelujah. Our prayers are powerful, my dear. Praise the Lord. Let us know there is great power in our prayer. But we need to respond to the heart of God. To the desire of God. How did... Daniel responded to, to the prayer. What is it written? What was his status? He was a prominent person. He was a statesman. But it says that, So I turned to the Lord God and pleaded with him in prayer and petition. In fasting, in sackcloth and ashes. What does that mean? 
he gave up the royal attire he humbled himself these are the responses that he has given he he confessed his sins and people's sins praise the lord you getting my point his response is drastic radical response he did not think that what would happen to my my position what would people think he was not concerned about that he just did what he has to do that time he went on a prayer time he declared a fasting how many days of fasting any idea how many days of fasting any idea people say he fasted for 21 days was he intending for 21 days no he was going to fast till he is going to get the answer will you pray like that will you pray like that we are in our comfort zones and we think that nothing is going to affect us but i'll tell you every time the church has slept satan have creeped in with bigger drastic attack on the church hallelujah we would be responsible for this generation we are responsible for this city god has kept us as a representative as an ambassador in this city therefore we are responsible for this city for the uh, for the spiritual fabric of this city so let us take this thing very seriously and start praying for this city are you with me are you with me hallelujah we need people who would respond to it every time people have responded with prayer there was revival hallelujah in acts of apostles in the first chapter god commanded and in the uh, luke chapter last chapter god commanded that unless and until you get the power you don't go from jerusalem in response to that they sat on a prayer in the 14th, uh, 14th verse first chapter 14th verse they continued in prayer they continued in prayer how many days they prayed 10 days did they intend to pray only for 10 days no no they were intending to pray intensively till they are going to get the answer and what was the answer it its answer came in the second chapter first verse second uh, second verse third verse fourth verse and what was the answer a, a sound came from heaven and a tongue like fire rested on each one of them there was a great sound and people from in and around gathered around the place hallelujah what happened they started praying and there was a fire on the church the church of 120 had a fire on them from heaven when they prayed when you and me are going to respond with prayer there would be a fire from heaven hallelujah did they had a printed uh, notice saying that such and such time this time we have a fire no 
they were not intending to even tell somebody we are praying for this thing but they continued praying 120 people in one accord they continued in prayer and as a result of that a great work from heaven happened hallelujah praise the lord and what happened if you read carefully people gathered around them isn't it they didn't have to do any gimmicks if you start praying heaven would respond to your prayer simple prayer simple people some of them were were fishermen unlearned unschooled but they prayed they were obedient to what God intended, expected from them. And they responded and started praying intensely in one accord. And what happened? People from at least 15 places, 15 countries, speaking 15 languages at least, they gathered around them. Isn't it? Hallelujah. When you pray, when you pray, heavens would pitch in. And what happened? What happened? Some of them said, it is really amazed. Because they said, these are people who speak a dialect called Galatians. And how come they are speaking in our language? In which they were never taught. Hallelujah. When you pray, supernatural language will start happening in your midst. Hallelujah. You may not be trained in English, in Spanish, in Portuguese, in a Polish language, but you would speak in tongues in a way that would speak to those people and people would be amazed if you are praying church. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let us respond with urgency and that intense that the church has done. And then what happened? A person who was timid stood up with 11 others. That's what the word of God says, isn't it? There was one more person who was inducted just yesterday. Who is that? Matthias. He's the junior. The other 11 are seniors. But here the word of God says that Peter and 11 of them stood together. If you are a praying church, there won't be any iota of disunity among you. Hallelujah. Because Satan will not get any foothold in, in your midst. Because if you are praying, there is no difference. They didn't say to Matthias, you are junior, you stay away. They said, we all are one in Christ. Hallelujah. This happens in prayer room. Hallelujah. Peter stood up. Peter stood up and started preaching. What was the response? What was the re response? His preaching was cut through the heart. He was preaching in the crowd which was hostile. Isn't it? He was preaching to a, a, a crowd which was hostile to him. To his preaching. They, they have crucified their master one day. Hallelujah. And now they are criticizing. These guys are drunk. And in the midst of them. He is giving a apologia. He is preaching to them. And it has cut through their heart. The church has started with 120 people. And what is the result? That same day. 3000 people were added into the church. 
Hallelujah. Does it not excite you? Will it not happen here? They started praying. And as a result, a great work from heaven happened there. And as a result, what happened? He preached and his preaching was impactful. 3,000 people came to faith on that very day. And what was the question they asked? What should we do? They were not people who raised hand, filled form and went back. They were interested in taking it further in their life. If you are prayerful, if you intercede, if you are on your knees, if this church is a church who intercedes, who is intensely involved in prayer, this is what is going to happen. Praise the Lord. So everybody who is involved into worship leading, consecrate your life. You are for God. Hallelujah. You are for God. You are not for the world. For anything to do with the world. You are for God. Therefore, leave your life consecrated. It is the place where God's presence dwells. So therefore, let us take it seriously. We know about Uzziah. He touched the ark of God carelessly. And he was struck by God. Hallelujah. Let us take the presence of God seriously. Hereafter we will not walk into his place. Without any consecration. Without due preparation. In the spirit. We will not come here. Let us take that decision. Hallelujah. When we do that. God will change the atmosphere. The paradigm of the church. Paradigm of a life. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And you would see in near future what I have told you. These things would come to pass. Will you respond? Will you consecrate your life? Let us come back. This first century church. They, if you read the 42nd verse of the second chapter. 42nd verse of the second chapter. They were anointed. They were filled with the Holy Spirit. 3,000 people came into their church afresh. But what do you see in 42nd verse? They, it says that they devoted themselves to apostles' teaching, fellowship, to the breaking of the bread and the prayer. What does that mean? They devoted. In another version it says that they continued in all these four things, and one of those things is prayer. They are anointed. Great revival happened, but yet they were not satisfied. One of my friends says that a revival of a church stops when the last seat of your church gets filled. Praise the Lord. And what was the size of their church hall, you know? It could hardly accommodate 120 people. <laughs> but they were not satisfied. They said, we are not done with it. We are a minority in this city. They, then the, uh, the population of the city was around 1 lakh. And they were 120. They started the church with 120. Now they have grown to uh, 3,120 
but they were not satisfied they said we are not satisfied they they were devoted they devoted themselves how many of you would devote to prayer but all other things are important mind it apostles teaching is important fellowship is important breaking of bread is important but also prayer is equally important hallelujah but they continued in that many of us get satisfied in our life and that is the problem nammude malayalathi parnal nammude jeevithulla padakam vechu oh it's okay oh athre ullu we get used to it and then we lose the of of that praise the lord let us not take god's ministry god's presence lightly mind it hallelujah today morning i've told you there's anointing on you don't take the anointing lightly praise the lord don't take the anointing lightly take care of that anointing hallelujah because it is precious anointing because to anoint me and make me worthy to carry that anointing my lord has given his life on the cross of calvary isn't it a lord has given his life on the cross of calvary so that i and you can be the carriers of his presence let us come back let us continue in prayer what happened you know the next chapter third chapter when you see the third chapter it is said they were go- john and peter were going to the temple to pray on the way they found somebody was a lame and he was like and they said we don't have anything have we? stand up and walk did he stand up and walk can it happen today if you pray if you are a praying church if you are a praying individual it would happen through you also hallelujah let us see with faith these are going to happen let's not walk by sight but by what by faith let us not go by what this senses let us have faith in almighty god who is operating through us when we pray the heavens open and it reacts into the situation hallelujah and that is what happened the the revival came and if you read the end of second chapter i think uh, 47th verse it says that daily god added people to church it was happening but yet they continued to pray and that is the ethos of the church of first century therefore the church grew you know within a time span of 3 years the church which was minority became two third of the population of jerusalem how did it happen it happened because of their continuous praying in the presence of god would you turn with me to acts chapter 6 verse 4 what does it say but we will give ourselves continually to devote ourselves to prayer and to the serving of the word see they are prioritizing their life many times 
when the church grows, we have a lot of activities. But many times we lose track of these two ingredients in our life. Hallelujah. But they didn't lose track. They did lose track. And that's why they got involved into social work. And then they shook themselves and said that we are not for this. We don't have time for this. We want to devote our time for prayer and for the word of God. That is our priority. Let me ask you. Many of you have lost the priority in your life. Of sitting in the presence of God and praying. There were times when you used to pray. When you have problems in your life. Isn't it? God is asking you to come back to that attitude of prayer in your life. Hallelujah. They continued devoted in prayer. Let's go back to the fourth and the fifth chapter. There were problems that arise in them. And in the fifth chapter, they sat back and prayed. When they had problem, persecution against them. They didn't go to the, uh, uh, to the minority commission or to these human rights. They sat in the presence of God and prayed. And what was their prayer? God, when we go out, we may be bold enough to preach the gospel. Where did they seek the help from? From the almighty God. Who is Moses? He is just a man. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Nebuchadnezzar was there. He thought he is everything. Amen. Hallelujah. He had to eat with the cattle. Hallelujah. The maker of heaven and earth is with you and me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah, you getting me? Let us kneel down in all situations. And when we pray, and what we read there, the place shook again. And they were filled with the Holy Spirit. If you continue to pray, you would continue to have encounter from God. You would see again and again, God would enable you and empower you for newer work of God. To go into new frontiers in our ministry. Unfortunately, we as, a, we as church, many times we have lost the importance of prayer. And because of which, we are paying the price of that. A church grow, but it, the disunity comes. A church grow, problems come. The church grow, let us kneel down. How can Satan come and snatch from us? The word of God says that, let us go into a person who is strong and bind him and take the treasures from him. Hallelujah. We will take it by force. The kingdom of God has prevailed by force. Let us go by force in prayer and take what belongs to the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. The church did not stop praying. And what happened? 5,000 people came to faith. 3,000, 5,000, and eventually two-thirds of the population came to faith. Hallelujah. The church cannot be destroyed by any force on the face of the earth. There is no force which can destroy our our, our kingdom. or, or Even Satan cannot do anything. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. We started with Daniel's prayer. Hallelujah. In, when Daniel prayed, what happened? What happened? When you read further, it says that 
the, the principalities of Persia stopped the answer. The principalities of Persia stopped the answer. The, the very moment, the angel says, the very moment you started praying, the answer came out of heaven. Is that the word of God says? Yeah. We know it because of that I am not going to the verse and not wasting time. But I am saying, it says very clearly, it stopped. That is the power of darkness. Those powers of darkness are still operational in Birmingham, in India, in England, everywhere. We need to pray. There is an answer to everything. But one question to you. Is there any difference between the powers of darkness then and now? Romans 16.20 Genesis 3.16 What does it say there? The brood of woman would crush the head of Satan. You are saying that? What does Colossians say that? He has disarmed and made him open spectacle. Hindi mein likha kullam kulla tamasha banaya hai. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. That means the Satan that we face today is already defeated. Are you with me? Bas pooch dikha hai. Hallelujah. Our God, the line of Judah, has crushed the head of Satan already. Let's not fear him. Let us know who we are, what anointing we are, and what is the power of prayer we have. Let us pray. We can change situation in this nation. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. We can definitely change the situation in this nation. Do you believe that? Hallelujah. God can do great things when we start responding to his desire. When his heart breaks, let our heart break. And when Daniel understood the heart of God, he responded to that with prayer. Immediate response. And did he fast? We are all on fasting. How many days? How many days? Loud please. Seven days. Isn't it? And how many days fasting Daniel was going to do? Come on. He was going to fast till the answer is going to come. Why he felt the urgency? It was not a matter that was influencing or bothering him. But yet he understood the heart of God. How many of you would respond like that understanding the heart of God what breaks the heart of God will it break your heart praise the Lord how did he pray he, he has taken out all his attire royal attire and sat on the ashes put on sackcloth and said God I am going to fast till you are going to answer will you pray like that Hallelujah. If you would pray, God is expecting some of you to respond. I'm telling you, if one of you would respond, God is going to do great things. 
If more would do, God is going to do great things. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. When this old man took this decision to pray in the presence of God and fast till the answer comes, what happened? Let us turn to uh, uh, chapter 9, verse 20 to 25. Your people and your holy city. What is the result of a godly man's prayer? This is what. People are restored because of his prayer. What else? Read further. Three things happened because of his prayer. One, people were restored back to their country. Second thing, Jerusalem was restored. In other words, the temple was restored. We see the result of this prayer in the book of Ezra. Hallelujah. The, the, when a godly man would kneel down and pray, it would restore people. It would restore the real worship. Hallelujah. So we are not just responsible for this church. When we kneel down and pray, we change the social, uh, spiritual fabric of the city. Other churches uh, would be restored into new worship. The real worship. Hallelujah. So our prayer is serious, Pastor. Hallelujah. You are changing the condition of other churches also. We are in, uh, going to influence uh, other churches in the coming days. Hallelujah. When a godly man prays, it avails much. Let's turn to James chapter 5 verse 16. Huh. The effective fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. In other words, it is very effective. Hallelujah. When a righteous man would kneel down. Mind it, it has to be a righteous man. When a righteous man kneels down and prays and intend to pray till the answer comes, people are restored. Worship is restored. And the third thing, when we go back to Daniel chapter 9 and read, it says that Messiah would come. Praise the Lord. In other words, the prayer resulted in the coming of Messiah. Hallelujah. Which means a godly man's prayer has a multi-generation effect. You're getting me? Hallelujah. Today also we are, ex we are having the salvation because of the answer of the prayer of a godly man in that century. Do you see the effect of our prayer? Hallelujah. Our prayers are multi-generational effective prayers. Let us understand that. Hallelujah. We don't just change the fabric of, of today's generation. We are going to change the fabric of the coming generations. Coming generations are going to be blessed because of our prayers. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Will you please respond to it? Will you please respond? What breaks the heart of, of God? Today morning God said, God wants to bring about a revival. Let us intend, devote ourselves and say that unless until God you are not going to do a great thing. Wherever we go, we become signs and wonders. We are going to rest in the presence of God and pray and pray till God works. Hallelujah. When we would pray like that, we would see things happening. So today, evening, I'd like, like to challenge you. Will you start praying?
when a old man who is about 85 years when he heard the heart of god he didn't say that i am sick i'm tired he was ready to give up all his royal position and he was ready to be in the sackcloth and sit in ashes will you humble yourself hallelujah will you humble yourself it is enough of living complacent life enough of living a life chalta hai stop that let us respond to what god is telling us if you respond god is going to do something new in our midst let us turn to one more verse and we will conclude let us turn to acts chapter 3 uh, verses 19 through 21 three words in our first repentance restoration and refreshing would come hallelujah when we would intend to pray these three things are going to happen in churches god will ref- uh, bring people into repentance god will restore them and god will refresh them hallelujah there would be a newness in the churches in this nation we know about a person called john knox he said god give me scotland or i die that was his commitment god i don't want anything i need scotland and did revival come in scotland a great revival came in scotland today let us intend to pray and uh, the queen then said that i don't fear the great battalion but i fear when john knox kneels down let the authorities of this nation fear when we kneel down as church hallelujah will you respond our prayers are powerful it avails much it is effective how many of you would commit that god i am going to pray i am going to pray till i get the answer i am going to fast till i get the answer hallelujah let's offer a silent prayer to god a prayer of commitment saying that lord father god help me to be sensitive to what breaks your heart help me to hear to your voice father i want to see a revival in this nation a fresh work of god a time of restoration of people who have backslided a time of refreshing in our lives also prayer brings refreshment refreshing in our life how many of you would say that i am ready to pray there are some god is saying that you had a intense habit of praying but you have lost that god is asking you to restore back to that will you come back will you repent will you repent will you respond god is ready to restore you and refresh you my request is don't be just hearers of the word let's do it we are going to respond hereafter we would hold each other each other accountable let's ask each other are you praying for the nation
let us buddy with people and say that you hold me responsible i will hold you responsible you be accountable let's ask each other whether you are interceding let us encourage each other every time when we meet next time let us not gossip about anybody let us say that did you pray brother did you pray we have nothing else to talk let's say that we are concerned let us pray for the nation if that would happen then my preaching is impactful otherwise it is just a waste of time it is a waste of time for you and me and resources but let us respond let us respond hallelujah hallelujah will you respond to that and then only it is going to happen so continue to pray may god bless you